Welcome to the Breakdown Podcast with Luke. Today is May 26th, 2021, and I am traveling somewhere outside of Chicago right now as we are here for some meetings, but the podcast will go on. So we're going to be diving into a lot of big stories today. First, though, if you're new here watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We would really appreciate it. It helps YouTube know you enjoy what we do. But we also have a mp3 version of this that you can listen to on your favorite podcasting apps you can find us in the apple podcasting app google play and spotify just to name a few just search for the breakdown with luke to find our podcast we have so many big stories to cover today including amazon's being sued for antitrust grounds accused by the um, dc attorney general of raising prices illegally and we got uh, Verizon cracking down on robocallers. A new science allows a blind man to see with new therapy. Amazon's ad revenue is through the roof. You will not believe how much Amazon's making right now. And pubs and Brin are absolutely begging you to come back and drink. We'll let you know how much they want you to drink in a year to help them get back on their feet. But we're going to cover that and so much more in this one few things though again don't forget to subscribe check us out on your favorite podcasting app but if you have any stories questions or things you want me to react to send me an email the breakdown with luke at gmail.com the breakdown with luke at gmail.com and you can also follow me on twitter luke bk where i post a lot of fun stories like the some of the ones you will see here and so many more so check those out i'll put a link to them down in the show notes down below all right, let's dive into this. All right, in the first story of the day, the District of Columbia Attorney General is suing Amazon, accusing them of illegally raising prices on products. Now, the District of uh, Columbia, or Washington, D.C., this Attorney General is launching this, so it will be interesting to see how far it goes. Now, Amazon's been under fire for a lot of anti-competitive practices in different countries, but I think this may be one of the biggest here in the United States. We'll have to see how it all plays out. But an Amazon uh, spokesperson did say that the D.C. Attorney General has it exactly backwards. Sellers set their own price for products they offer in our stores. Now, a lot of the issue here seems to be the fact that until 2019, Amazon had provision in their sellers agreement that prevented third-party sellers from selling products that they also list on Amazon on other places for a cheaper price. So you couldn't, for example, put it on Amazon at $25 and then go sell on Walmart or on eBay or wherever for less. Now, after being pushed back, Amazon quietly removed that back in March of 2019 uh, amid growing antitrust scrutiny. Now, this is kind of a complicated issue. We'll see how it plays out. Now, Amazon's pushing back saying sellers can set any price they want. They just don't want them trying to charge more. And that is an issue. You know, when you're one of the biggest, you don't want people being like, well, you know, a lot of people don't price compare. I'll sell it for more on Amazon and then cut the price over here or over there, maybe where I get a better split. Um, but there is certain concerns about that being antitrust and illegal price fixing. Now, will they win out? I don't know. I don't know which side's going to win this one. This one's complicated. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the judge reads into these different nuances out there. It is very complicated and a detailed issue, but it definitely shows that Amazon's coming under growing scrutiny as more and more governments and places around the world see Amazon as this growing 
giant company who's buying up a ton of other companies and dominating markets. The bigger you get, the more scrutiny you get. And I would not be surprised to see more and more uh, cases like this one pop up in different areas. Now, we've seen similar things around the world, but now we're seeing them pop up here in the United States. This lawsuit comes months after uh, federal and state enforcers filed antitrust lawsuits against Google and Facebook also, alleging many different violations of antitrust. It definitely seems that we're seeing a big crackdown on big tech with some of the biggest, including Google, Amazon, and Facebook. We'll see. Do you think Amazon should be concerned here? Do you think Amazon illegally price fixes? Uh, I will say that I do find times where prices are higher on Amazon than they are in other places, but overall, I find the pricing to be pretty good. Am I wrong? Have you seen it different? Leave me a comment. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. All right, Verizon is once again expanding their tech to block spam calls, those robocalls, those uh, actually Amazon scam calls now are pretty popular, they'll bank scams and more. Amazon's rolling out a new and free feature called Call Filter. Now, if you already have a Google Pixel phone, you're probably very familiar with this kind of tech. The ability for it to screen calls and warn you if it's a suspected spam or just completely block it. I've loved this feature on my Google Pixel phone for like four years now, and it's great to see more and more getting it. But it is interesting to see that they're rolling out now. Now, Verizon has had anti-spam features in the past, and this seems to be an updated version of it with their call filter software that they're kind of rebranding a little bit to bring more attention to it. I think T-Mobile kind of really um, aggressively about a year or two ago started promoting their efforts. And while others were doing it, uh, it kind of made T-Mobile look like the one company out there that was making efforts to block spam calls. Now Verizon's trying to get that same marketing attention and I kind of worry that a little late. It's like you should have been advertising this earlier. Why did you wait this long to advertise what you're doing to block spam calls and more? Now, there are FCC requirements that companies have to implement by the end of this year to prevent robocalls and more. And I think a lot of those requirements will be met with this new Verizon uh, call filter feature that they're rolling out for free. If you want to learn more, you can go to uh, the website go.vzw, Verizon Wireless, or go.vzw.com slash manage dash call dash filter. I'll put a link down in the show notes down below. All right, it may be one of the coolest news stories out there that we haven't heard a lot about. Scientists have partially restored a blind man's sight with a new gene therapy. Using um, different techniques, they were able to give a man who was previously blind blur, uh, a blurry view of objects. Now, this is not a complete restore of eye vision, but it is an amazing step forward in the world of recovering sight. The ability for some types of blindness to be able to give people at least partial sight, partial sight to see objects and what's in front of you. It's a lot better than no sight at all. And it's a pretty cool feature. Now, hopefully, the scientists hope that this early treatment will lead to further treatments on the road that will even greatly in increase it. Um, now, this comes from, now this testing comes out of France where a 58-year-old male was given special goggles that gave him the ability to go see the quote, ghostly um, perception of objects in a narrow field view. So very narrow, what's right in front of him, he can see. It's more like a ghost kind of results. But 
This is a huge step forward. And this comes after 13 years of work into trying to restore the sight of people who have lost their vision. The doctor behind us says, it's obviously not the end of the road, but it's a major milestone. And I agree with that. Often, I think we get a little frustrated sometimes where it's like, hey, I want this to all be solved today. That rarely happens. You often find small incremental improvements out there and things like this. But I find it very exciting that it's very um, important step forward in the world of technology that we can even do this. And I know many people who would absolutely love this type of level of improvement in their vision. All right, back to an Amazon story. So Amazon runs ads on their site, right? They're few and far between, but the revenue from Amazon ads is now twice as big as Snap, Twitter, Roku, and Pinterest combined. So when you look at all of Amazon's ad revenue units, whether it be video um, or it be a traditional banner ad on a web page and more, is now 2.4 times as large as Snap, Twitter, Roku, and Pinterest combined. That's absolutely huge amount of revenue out there. Now Amazon is increasingly looking to diversify their revenue income and banner ads have become a bigger part of that recently. Be interesting to see how Amazon plays this out Will they become a bigger ad revenue company or will they just continue to focus on it as a side business? We'll wait and see what happens. Well, in the um, UK or Britain in particular, um, they are rolling out the pubs once again. Yes, you can finally go back to a pub and drink. And Brits are urged to drink 124 pints each to help struggling pubs get back on their feet. This comes from the Evening Standard .co.uk over there, and pubs are begging people to come back, and the industry needs about a 25.6 billion pound boost um, to return to pre-pandemic levels um, after a year of forced closures. As a small business owner myself, I feel for restaurants and bars and pubs over there. If you're in the U.S., I know many of them been closed were closed here for a while, but nothing like they were closed over in the U.K. Um, out there. So hopefully we can uh, all do our part, head out to the pubs and bars. Even if you don't drink, buy some food, buy some different things. But I find it very interesting to do that. All right, a few non-news stories I wanted to talk about today in the podcast. One is something I talked about earlier and I kind of said I was going to get to in a podcast and I never did. This idea that reporters think they are better than other people. And I will say that's very true. I think a lot of reporters end up looking down over time on the people who they cover and for a few reasons. One, you often interact with the worst part of it. And I would often tell a lot of people I worked with when I was a reporter, hey, yeah, okay, you had 20 to 100, let's say, emails of just really dumb things that people complained about or that showed they clearly didn't read the, the story. Um, my favorite is when I'll get an email and the person's question wasn't just answered in the first paragraph, but it was answered in the first sentence. A lot of people seem to read the headline and then stop reading. And it's like, you can't just read the headline. I can't put the entire story in a headline. You need to actually read the story, at least read the first paragraph. Um, that happened a lot. But, okay, so for every one of those bad emails, thousands of people out there will um, read everything and fully understand it. Uh, I would often tell people, hey, you know, we had 10,000 people, let's say, read a story. You had three emails. That means 
97 or 96 people or so fully understood everything you wrote, didn't send you a rude email or whatever. It's a little hard because you're only often seeing the worst of it. You're seeing the people out there who send you these nasty comments and you're not seeing the great following, the great people who read the stories and don't say anything. And that quickly can um, create a lot of reporters to feel like, well, obviously the average reader is just stupid. (laughs) And I see this mentality build up and it comes from the fact that the people you often talk to and work with as a reporter are some of the people who, let's be honest, they didn't read the story. Um, I mean, I've had mistakes where you're skimming it, you skip over important parts, but it creates this environment of I'm better than them. I must be more intelligent than them. How can they not understand what I wrote? And what you're kind of forgetting is that one person or two people is a small fraction of what the total audience of your story is. And I think that really um, kind of creates a bubble around reporters. Reporters, I mean, you, you become friends with reporters and more. You start feeling like you're more entitled. And I think you see that in some reporting. And I would say for any new reporter out there to really realize that you are not better than the readers. That give your readers better um, credit than you would think they would have. Because most Americans are extremely intelligent, able to understand what you're saying. You don't need to talk down to them in your story. But when you get used to year after year of just silly comments and silly emails and you you start thinking that this one or two people who email you represent all of your readers and you're forgetting hey you know 10 20 30 40 50 000 people out there i'm only getting one or two of these emails i need to understand that this does not really represent the majority of the people reading this story so i wanted to touch base on that and kind of So yeah, you know, there are definitely times where reporters act like they are better than the average person. And I think that's a big part of why that happens. I don't know, have you ever seen that? Have you ever felt like a reporter's talking down to you? That's kind of how I see it. All right, one other thing I thought was interesting, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, very active on Twitter and other places, had a interesting tweet that I really thought was honestly very true, very honest, and thought deserved some discussion. And in a tweet he sent out earlier this week, it said, there is a massive loneliness epidemic happening right now, and it's probably one of the biggest problems in the country by a lot. And I agree with that. I think there are a lot of people who, after self-isolating for a very long time, you know, in the last year, you think about all the people who live alone, or live with one or people, people who are very scared to go out, understandably, um, has created this problem of a massive number of people living in loneliness who feel isolated and cut off from everyday human contact. So next time you see someone who you think may not be getting out as much, maybe give them a phone call. Just reach out. Let them know you're thinking of them. Could be your parents, uh, especially if you have parents living in retirement homes and more. A lot of those have been locked up, unable to see family and friends. Take the time. Reach out to them. Pay attention to that. That's very important. Their human contact is important, and I don't think internet contact replaces it. Facebook, Twitter, video chats are good, especially video chats, but I don't think they replace good old-fashioned human face-to-face or even a phone call if that's all you can do. So keep that in mind. I can already see people saying, well, you know, is it safe? 
you know, do whatever you feel is safe for you. Um, but make sure people know you're thinking of them. Make sure people know that they're not alone. Because I bet you family and friends of yours are feeling very alone and very isolated right now after that very long year. And lastly, what may be one of the most interesting stories out there is Facebook is allowing you to now hide the number of likes on Instagram and on Facebook posts. This is a really cool feature. I think a lot of people get overly obsessed with it, uh, especially when it comes to the negative versus the positive things. Because sometimes you have to report bad things. For example, if you're a school and you know we're going to be closed or this or that, uh, not always do you want to have all the likes or comments on it. If you're a, for example, a government official and you're talking about you know making an announcement of new rules or whatever, I can understand why people would want to turn that off. But I was wondering, what do you think of that? Do you like that? Or do you think it's a bad idea? I know a lot of people really like the ability to come back and say, hey, you know, I really want my opinion that I don't like this tweet, this whatever, Facebook post, Instagram post, or more. I want my views to be seen on that. Or do you think it's a good thing that, hey, you know, sometimes you don't want people to be able to comment and reply to your uh, Facebook and social media posts. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think on that. But it's a cool new feature that will be rolling out soon where everybody will be able to do just that. All right, everybody, that's the podcast for this week. I know it's a little bit short. Hopefully back to a longer form one next week as I'll be back home and ready. As I get older, I always thought business trips would be something fun to do a lot. But honestly, they're not that much fun. The, you don't really get a chance to see everything. You're out there, you're in meetings, you come home, you're all tired, you have to get up early the next morning. It's not like you're going to explore the city. You're just going from hotel, which all look the same, to conference room, which all look the same, back to hotel. Um, face-to-face is still important. It's a big, important part of business and the world in general. But, yeah, the whole idea, I thought, of being a business traveler, traveling all over the world, uh, would isn't nearly as fun as I thought it would the good news is uh, I somehow became a diamond member um, at a lot of places over the last year. So that's pretty fun. All right, everybody, I hope you have a fantastic day. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that thumbs up. It really does help us. If you're following us anywhere, make sure to follow us on Twitter, LukeBK there. And uh, send me an email if you have a story you want me to cover, a question you want me to talk about. Send me an email, thebreakdownwithluke at gmail.com the breakdown with luke at gmail.com thank you everybody for your support i really appreciate it we'll be back with another video another podcast real soon